This is a Project Humanoid production. Whammo. Project Humanoid, this is Murder My Dude. I'm BP Burke. Is it time to play Who Died the Worst Yet? No, we just started the show. It's time to say, today I'm Jackson Wells. Today I'm Jackson Wells. You sound thrilled to be here today. Enthrilled? Enthralled. Is it kind of like enthralled? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it's enthralled and thrilled at the same time. That's how thrilled you are to be here. You're enthralled. I'm enthralled. Yeah. Actually, you sound out-thrilled. I'm fucking You've so You've been out-thrilled out. by everyone. I'm the outest thrilled. Just gonna be another uh, low energy show. Mm-hmm. Low energy. Yep. Yep. Sleepy Jackson Wells over here. Yep. And yep. This is what our show is gonna be like on little sleep. I've been uh, caffeinating myself, so yeah. I, I'm a little more bright eyed and bushy tailed than you are. I think. Nah, fuck tails. Every day there. No, 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 no. Oh, it's never appropriate ever for you to sing. Do you think that that's a uh, a parody on like Pornhub or one of those sites? There's a Fucktales parody. There has to be, right? Yeah, there has it's to. Like be a one. furry thing, or is there like a, a an avian version of the furry thing? Like people that are in the ducks, or or uh, I mean, it's still, birds or something. Uh, feathery fur. instead Feather, of furry. Yeah, yeah featheries. You don't hear about the featheries as much. No, you don't hear about them. Mm. Maybe they're not around. Maybe that's not a thing. I'm sure it's a thing. This week, murder! Let's hurry up and get through this fucking show. Well, take it. Oh. British sleep farmer. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> wow, something's on your mind. Huh. <laughs> uh, British sheep fucker. Uh, no. Hmm. British, Bullies. British sheep. I'll let you finish. No, it's not you. It's no. my mouth. Doesn't want to cooperate. Okay. British sheep farmer sentenced to 14 years in prison after lacing baby food with metal shards. Very good. Well, you. Th- this guy, very bad. Yeah, very bad. Yeah, very, I, I very thought you bad. were applauding them. No. That. No. I would be applauding if they laced cat food with metal shards. Mm-hmm. No, no, people are going to hate me. Yeah. <laughs> People are gonna hate me. Yeah, so today on stereo, uh as a lot of people say. Um Stereo. Stereo. Uh man, there are so many cat lovers out there and and I, I kept get, you know, doing the thing saying all oh, cats are assholes yeah. and I'll punch a cat and whatever. And man, they, they did not love cat hate there. I remember there's that uh that meme I always have is little kitten in somebody's hand, like little tiny fits in the palm of your hand. It just says, yeah. I'm gonna grow up to be a giant dickhead just like every other cat. Yeah, well cats are dickheads. All of them. They every are. single one. Every single one. Also okay. a, also a dickhead, Nigel Wright. Nigel Wright is a dickhead. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that. And this is more of a case of this week in attempted murder, or really this week in blackmail, but close enough. Sometimes you got to stretch the definition a little bit. I always confuse bit. blackmail and murder. Yeah. Well, if you're like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, this could have theoretically led to a uh, a child dying. 
let's kind of get into the story here and what, what Nigel Wright did. First of all, some background. Tesco. I know what Tesco is. It's the UK's largest grocery store chain. Yeah. And it's one of the biggest retailers in the world as a whole. Yeah. It's like their uh, Walmart. Yeah. Tesco is, uh, and it's supermarket, like a super Walmart. That's, it's the biggest supermarket, too. Like, yeah. It's like their Walmart and Kroger kind of combined. Sure. Because, I mean, supermarkets are more regional in the United States. There's not like that one supermarket that's everywhere across the country. Mm. Like, I think Kroger's the biggest. But there's no Kroger's up here. No, there's not. But there is an Aldi, and Aldi is uh, stretching. Yeah, and Aldi is the biggest in a lot of countries. Like, Germany, well, it's kind of split Aldi and Lidl, like Australia. Aldi is huge around the world, yeah. But anyway, uh, Tesco is the big one in the UK, and they faced a blackmail threat over the past two years, where they were contacted by a man who planted jars of Heinz baby food that had been laced with metal shards on store shelves. Hmm. Did you know Heinz made baby food? No. Yeah, that's why I went. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, they don't make it here. I guess they make it in other countries. Oh, that's interesting. Because around here it's like Gerber. That's the only Gerber. beach nut. Yeah. They're like the only two uh, brand. Does Del Monte make baby food? No, I, I definitely know uh, Gerber and Beach Nut. Yeah, those are the only two I can think of. Gerber baby. Yeah, Gerber's rubber like baby the, bumpy bunk, bumpy, bump, rubber ru- baby buggy bumpers. Yeah, that's it. Buggy bumpers. Rubber baby bunky bunky <laughs> bunky bumps. Bunky bumps. <laughs> uh so uh just to chat everybody up here uh just to, let's chop it up for a minute uh-huh. uh <laughs> to catch up to speed on what a, a bunky bubbles means <laughs> yes uh so bunky is what my mother would call a vagina when i was a little kid a bunky a bunky and somehow we were uh we were, uh, we were playing what rocket, rocket league. league yeah yeah and uh i don't know i don't remember how bunky bubbles came to be exactly but we were talking about bunky right and somehow bunky bubbles became it just thing. become an expression like of an frustration expre- right oh yeah. bunky bubbles like oh darn yeah oh yeah. bunky bubbles oh bunky bubbles yeah that became our thing and uh what a thing it became yeah yeah we would uh yeah we would play on a group chat and now apparently on if you're doing group party chats on play, uh, playstation mm-hmm. they now record them and they can monitor them if somebody reports the chat like somebody in the chat reports it that's weird. Yeah. Well, take it to Discord. Take it to Discord. Yeah. Take it to a third party. But anyway, uh, so yes, we learned so far that Heinz makes baby food. And this man, uh, he planted jars of Heinz baby food that he had placed metal shards in on store uh, shelves in Tesco. Mm-hmm. And he did this to blackmail the company. He demanded 1.4 million British pounds, which is about $1.8 million in Bitcoin in exchange for information on where the jars were left. And again, the man that did this was Nigel Wright. He's a 45-year-old farmer, sheep farmer, and he was arrested of the crime earlier this year. So he wasn't a sheep fucker. No, sheep farmer. Sheep farmer. Farmer. And he was convicted of two counts of contaminating goods. He was convicted of three counts of blackmail related to the case. And he has now been sentenced to uh, 14 years in jail. And he has said that he did this on behalf of a group of angry farmers who were upset over low milk prices. Do people in the UK drink sheep's milk? He's a sheep farmer and he's mad about milk prices. Hmm. Huh. If you're in the UK and you're listening, do you Let drink sheep's milk? Yeah. I know we have listeners there. It's like our second biggest country. Yeah. But do you drink sheep's milk? About well, yeah, about 10, 15% of our audience. How dare you, Canada? How dare you? I remember Canada was like up there. Yeah. And then they, they abandoned us. They abandoned us, yeah. 
Uh, but anyway, yeah, Wright was sentenced to 14 years in prison by Justice Mark Warby, who decried Wright's actions as terroristic. Quote, you chose to use threats of a particularly blood-curdling nature, Warby said at sentencing, deliberately designed to exploit the vulnerability of children. No one was hurt by the tainted food, but it did lead to Tesco recalling the product from the shelves for a time. Mm. Next story. Next story. Uh, dude, I, so I thought that said man whore. Man whore. Man whore. Man wore blackface, fake beard while killing the mother of his child. Okay. Andrew Charles Beard. How funny is that? Yeah. His name is Beard. Yeah. Uh, 33, was arrested and is being held on $1 million bail in charges related to the killing of Alyssa Ann Burkett, 24, the mother of his one-year-old daughter. Is there a fucking tractor trailer coming through this room? I don't believe so. Holy shit. I also believe that the sounds in your headphones will be much louder than they are on the recording. Okay. Burkett worked as a manager at an apartment complex in... Is that, is that your, like, family member? No. Hmm. No. That's uh the female version of ours. There's the Burks and the Burkettes. Gotcha. Uh, Burkett... Or Burkett, you could say, because uh, that's how it's probably pronounced. Because there's no E on the end of it. Yeah, so it's probably Burkett. It, it was Burkett before they took out that E. Yeah. She uh, she worked as a manager in an apartment complex in Carrollton, Texas, and was shot once in the head and stabbed repeatedly in the arms and torso as she was arriving to work just after 9 a.m. arms and the torso. Okay. Is <laughs> like Sarah McLaughlin? You won't find comfort here. It's a murder. Yeah. Uh, eyewitnesses at the scene recall the attacker chasing down Burkett and described him as a black man about six feet tall, between 150 and 170 pounds, with a beard. Police, however, questioned that when they looked into Burkett's personal life. Burkett and Beard had been locked in a bitter custody dispute over their daughter, and Burkett had even launched a GoFundMe to help with legal fees. Both Burkett's boyfriend and her mother... Uh, said that Burkett was afraid of Beard and said that she thought she was going to uh, he was going to kill and her. That's that is the person, not the actual Beard. No, yeah, yeah, afraid of the man. I am afraid of Beard, Mister Beard, Mister uh, what's his Andrew Beard? Yeah, Drew Beard, Drew Brees. I'm not afraid of him. He's washed up. He's not washed up. He's not as good as he used to be. All right, this is not sports. sports. But what this if is it not was? any kind of talks? <laughs> this isn't talks. This isn't talks. There will be no talking on this podcast. So yeah, uh, basically the cops go to the uh, the mom and the boyfriend of the victim and they say, oh, her ex has basically, she's been afraid he's going to kill her for, for a while now. So they look into it, even though they said it was a black man, they look into it. And uh, they, they also told, uh, they also told the police that uh, the Burkett had told her family that the beard was tracking her and police did find a GPS tracking device on her car and another on her boyfriend's, because I guess he would always show up, like, randomly where she, wherever she was. Okay. Because he had planted a GPS on her car. And uh, a search of Beard's, uh, Beard's car, so a after they find these GPS trackers, they're like, okay, let's, let's look into the boyfriend. They found several trash bags, one of which contained a pair of work boots that had been cut up and smelled like bleach. They found a jagged kitchen knife, a flathead screwdriver, and two bottles of dark brown liquid foundation. Mm. So apparently he did uh, paint himself up in blackface like a uh, demented version of the C. Thomas Howell movie, Soul Man. Yeah. And uh, put a fake beard on and thought that would be enough of a way to get away with shooting his estranged girlfriend. Mm, shit. And unfortunately, the the daughter, one-year-old daughter, is currently in foster care. You would think probably it's going to wind up with the mom, I would imagine, but who knows. Yeah. 
so yeah uh that's this week in murder we have more of a show for you coming up we are going to be doing a historical episode this week we're doing uh, uh, i thought you were going to say we're going to be doing a hysterectomy no 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 uh that that's that's going to be for the special valentine's day episode gotcha that, that's how you celebrate valentine's day with a hysterectomy yeah no we don't do hysterectomies here whatever we have the federal government no i guess not i thought you were just going to let that go yeah so you didn't have to follow that up with a guess not all right so yeah we're going to be talking about somebody who did a lot worse than that mm. uh a ruler of a country who killed many 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 people this Barack guy obama well not that one or every George other Bush. every other president we've had yeah oh. they all have done that this guy killed uh tens of thousands and he's the inspiration for one of the most famous horror stories ever it's almost halloween this isn't quite our halloween episode next week very special episode it's going to be the halloween episode it's going to be the anniversary episode uh but this week we're going to be talking about vlad the impaler whoa uh yeah so we're going to be talking about the real guy uh that the dracula was kind of based on Sure. And we'll talk to about him. We'll talk to him. We'll talk. <laughs> we have Vlad. We have Vlad on the line. Hello, I'm Vlad. Yeah. Uh, no, he's long dead. He's been dead for a little over 500 years, so I don't think we'll be talking to Vlad. Okay. But we'd be talking about... about we'd, be, be, we'd be talking about him. We'll be talking about mm. Vlad. We can't do anything right on this show. It, it's, a, it's a little bit of a train wreck. We'll be talking about Vlad right after this. Are you going to speed read? No. No. Oh. It's late October. Hmm. Our, it's, it's, I mean, it's close to it. It's mid-October. No, it's late October. Today's the 20th. I it's guess, late. It's late. Yeah. By the time this comes out, it'll be the 22nd. Sure. Uh, the Our anniversary is approaching. It is. What is it? The 24th was the first episode? 30th. 30th. Okay. So next week will be the anniversary. And it's time to get spooky. Yeah. As we mentioned a little bit before the break. Spoopy, as annoying white girls would say. Spoopy. Spoopy. Is that something that they actually say? It's a fucking thing. Really? Mm-hmm. Spoopy. Yep. Huh. Fucking white girls. Fucking white girls. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of mentioned this a little bit before the break, but one of the all-time great horror figures is Bram Stoker's infamous vampire, Count Dracula. And before vampires sparkled and got in love triangles with Kristen Stewart and a werewolf, they were creepy old Eastern Europeans who slept in coffins and turned into bats. And the inspiration behind Stoker's creation was Vlad III, a 15th century nobleman caught up in a power struggle between nations and religious sects, also known as Vlad Tepes, translated to Vlad the Impaler. And yes, Vlad, Vlad Dracul. Dracula. Dracula. Oh. oh. It actually meant the son of Dracul. Oh. Vlad okay. Dracul is my father. I thank you very much. <laughs> Mr. Dracul is my father. <laughs> well, he used to say that to people. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Dracula, which is spelled the same as Dracula, meant son of Dracul. Vlad Dracul uh, was Vlad II. The word Dracul was a variation of dragon. Yeah. And Vlad II took that name when he was inducted into the Holy Roman Empire's prestigious Order Hall of, of the- Fame. Order of the Dragon, which is way better than the Hall of Fame. Oh. They should change Hall of Fames to Order of the Dragon. Right. And I, I hope I have a good career. I want to make it into the Order of the Dragon. Order of Ring. Order of the Dragon Ring? Yeah. 
By the way, um, we'll, we'll get into it a little bit later because there's going to be. It sounds more like a later. movie that Bruce Lee would have tried to fucking have been in, but then died making. That was uh, no, the game of death is when he died making, right? I'm saying it sounds the like... order of the dragon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's this order of uh, people who were defending the Holy Roman Empire. It sounds at the like time. something he would do on a Friday night. Yeah, he he'd have an order of the dragon. Yeah. Or there's something a, a heroin addict would do on a Friday night. Or order. He would order, like, he has to order from the dragon. What dragon? Well, the, there was a place called the dragon. Oh, okay. The frying dragon, like sidekick? Sure. Remember the frying dragon? I do remember the frying dragon. I'm I'm just, like, I'm grasping at straws. You're delirious right now. I'm not delirious. He's a wrestler. Oh. Over time, the meaning of the name has changed from dragon to devil in Romanian, which has only enhanced Vlad's infamy. So yeah, instead of the dragon, now it's the devil. So he's the son of the devil. Mm. And it sounds like you were gonna you were gonna ask me something a minute ago. I thought I was, and I kind of like, nah. What I, were you gonna ask me? I don't remember. That I think it kind of emptied my head. Oh, as soon as I thought it. Okay. So while Transylvania, an a- area of what is now Romania, is where the fictional Dracula is said to uh, have called home. Sure. The real Vlad was native to another part of that area called Wallachia. Okay. Which was in, I believe, what would now be like the southern part of Romania. Isn't that my son? No. Mm. That area... Oh, no, we're just, we're not going to say... I don't know if you want me to put your son's name out there or no. no. I was trying to... I, I, I would leave that up to you, I guess. I mean, if I tried to attempt for the joke... Wallachia, I think, would that be? Wouldn't His name's Lachlan. Wallachalan. This is... Lachlan is short for Wallachalan. That was bad. That was just really bad. Sorry. Yeah. So that area of Europe was in a very unenviable position at that point. You Mm -hmm. have the Holy Roman Empire above you. Sure. Can we just print this uh, episode out and just like crumble it up? No. Just throw it away. I I don't want to transcribe. Do you want to try transcribe this episode? So bad. This is awful. This is the worst episode we've ever done. I don't know about that. It's the fucking worst. This is drizzling shits. Hasn't even stopped. We're only like twenty minutes in. Yeah, it's so fucking bad. This is the worst thing we've ever done in our lives. No, it's not. Mm, I don't know. So that area of Europe was in an unenviable position. You have the Holy Roman Empire uh, above you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, very fiercely Christian Catholic, you know, whatever. Yeah. And then you have the Ottoman Empire below you, yeah. which is a uh, Muslim empire. Right. Uh, in what mostly centered around what is now Turkey. Yeah. And so this is the climate that Vlad III is born into. There's not an exact determination of his date. Some people think it was as early as 1928 or as late as 1931. And he was around like five, six, seven. Vlad, his father, and his younger brother moved to Targovisti, the central city of Wallachia, as Vlad's father, Vlad II, was installed as the small nation state's ruler which was uh, known as the Voivode, which is almost like basically another word for prince. But the prince, he was in charge of the this uh, of, of Wallachia. And about six years after this, as regional power shifted and the Ottomans were gaining more power in the region, Vlad II and his two sons, Vlad III and Vlad III's younger brother, Radu, they traveled to meet with a consort of the empire, but they were immediately taken into custody when they arrived. The Ottomans just arrested them. A deal was reached for Vlad II to remain in power, but to keep his loyalty to the Ottomans complete, Vlad III and Radu were kept in the Ottoman Empire as collateral. Hmm. 
And so there's like power plays going on. There's a lot of political intrigue in this episode. This is uh, it's funny because he was the inspiration for uh, for Dracula. But Vlad's story reminded me of something else a little bit. Hmm. Uh, Just keep that in mind as we're listening here. Because we already have a dragon. We already have all these power struggles. Oh, Um, the Ottomans saw value in keeping the two boys alive and they provided them all the training and education that a noble boy in the Ottoman Empire would be afforded if they were born there. I wonder if, if, if so I know where you're going to go. So yeah. spoil, I'm going to uh, guess. It's, gonna, it's something we're going to get to a little bit later because it gets a little more obvious. Okay. Uh, Radu kind of took to it. Uh, he, he loved being in the Ottoman Empire. He even eventually converted to Islam. He became allied with the Ottomans. Hmm. Vlad, a lifelong devout Eastern Orthodox, well, almost lifelong. Uh, more on that later. Uh, he at, at, for most of his life uh, until toward the end, he was a devout Eastern Orthodox Christian. He bucked at any attempts to control him. He kind of resisted any sort of uh, trying to Ottomanize himself, to for lack of a better term. <laughs> it just sounds like you're going to tear yourself into something you put your feet up on. Yeah. Uh, but he he was just very resistant to the Ottomans, and Radu was not. When the now adult children of Vlad II were released much, much later, when they were, I think, like 18 or 19, Radu, who would become the no- be known in uh, in Turkey or the Ottoman Empire as Radu the Handsome or Radu the Beautiful, he stayed in Turkey and Vlad returned to Wallachia. He didn't return to the same Wallachia he'd left, though. Vlad had come back to find that his father had been killed along with his older half-brother, Mircea. John Hunyadi, a Romanian-born nobleman who had become a high-ranking member of the Hungarian military, led a coup that ended in the deaths of the two members of the Dracul bloodline, and Hunyadi had arranged for Vladislav II, Vlad's second cousin, to be the new, new voivod, vo, voivod, I'll say, voivod, we'll stick with that pronunciation, of, the, uh, of, of Wallachia. In the fall of 1448, Vladislav and Hunyadi set their sights southward, and they invaded the Ottoman Empire. While this was happening, Vlad, blocked by, uh, backed by the Ottoman army, invaded Wallachia and regained control of the country. His reign would be very short-lived, though. The crusade against the Ottomans didn't go well for the old rulers, and upon leaving, John Hunyadi was captured by Durad Brankovic, the ruler of Serbia. Hmm. And, yeah, there's a lot of different countries involved in this. Uh, however, Vladislav II... And his remaining forces were able to come back to Wallachia and push push Vlad out, which led him to take exile in the Ottoman Empire once again. After a few years in the Ottoman Empire, Vlad moved on to Moldavia, where his uncle, Bogdan II, ruled at the time. Uh, But as often happened the rulers in this part of the world at this point in history, Bogdan was killed in a coup by Peter Aaron, a Moldovian prince, while Bogdan was attending a wedding. He was killed at a wedding. The more I talk about Vlad's story, the more I think that Bram Stoker isn't the only one who used his life as an inspiration for a story. The murder at a wedding is some real Game of Thrones shit. That's what we were obviously alluding to with the dragons and all this other shit. Uh, And it won't be the last time that an event in Vlad's life resembles the fictional world of Westeros. Uh, With Moldavia taken over, Vlad and Stephen III, Bogdan's son, took off to Transylvania. So Vlad, uh, the real Vlad Dracula, did actually live in Transylvania for a little bit, but he was kind of fleeing. He was uh, fleeing from the place where he was hiding from fleeing the first time. <laughs> and uh, so he, there was a lot of either being in power or running away at this point. And 
while Vlad was in Transylvania, another prince, Alexandral, overthrew Peter Aaron in 1452. And Peter Aaron and Alexandral uh, would trade stints as ruler of Moldavia a couple more times before Stephen III took the throne in 1457. And he ruled as the voivode of Moldavia until his death nearly 50 years later. His, his tenure was a lot more peaceful than Vlad's is going to be. Vlad is going to be having some problems here. And Vlad's path back to the seat of power in Malachia was beginning too. He was kind of forming a resistance to take back what he felt was his rightful place as the ruler of Wallachia. Uh, and he still had it in his head that he has to get revenge for his father and his older half-brother. The invasion of Wallachia happened in mid-1456, and the first historical record of Vlad acting as the Voivode was in September of that year. And he had allies. He had made some allies in Hungary, so him he had forces backed by the Hungarians, and they went out and went after Vladislav II, and they won. And the war was short, and he killed Vladislav II, his second cousin, who had took, taken over from him at the end of it all. And that wasn't the only murder that happened here, not even close. The next year, around Easter time, so the next spring, again, he around September, he's in power. That spring, Vlad invited many Wallachian noblemen and their families to an Easter feast he was throwing. However, when they arrived, he had them all arrested. The nobles that were invited to the feast were the ones that Vlad believed to be responsible for conspiring to have his father and older brother killed when Vladislav II took over. The older men and women among them were killed immediately in front of their families, and the able-bodied were forced into slavery. They were tasked with rebuilding Vlad's castle, castle, and they were killed right afterward. We'll take a look at more of Vlad's role right after this. Hey, this is Jackson Wells. You know me for murder, my dude, but you may not know that I have a new nostalgia podcast. Talking Back is my new podcast, where I'll talk about everything from bikes to trains to... Well, you get it. We're going to be talking classic toys, cartoons, wrestling, games, and more. And it's not just me. I'll have a new guest on each week to reminisce about their childhood favorites. Make sure to visit ProjectHumanoid.com to figure out more about guests, the premiere date, and other information. And follow Talking Back Pod on Instagram as well. That's T-A-L-K-I-N-B-A-C-K-P-O-D on Instagram. Hey, Anthony here from Tornado Tag Podcast. We cover everything from WWE, NXT, AEW, and also cover the local scene with shows like Outbreak, PPW, and much more. Tune in every Friday for news, our take on local shows, and a weekly topic. Search IWEP Network. That's IWEP Network on YouTube or your favorite podcast or music app. We'll see you then. Until then, support local wrestling. I like when you said Vlad's castle. Castle? Yeah. Yeah, castle. That's my favorite part of the show. Castle. Castle. Oh, he has a castle. Here's a uh, large pause while I take a sip of tea. That's why. I think I should use some caffeine over there. Uh, These mass executions led to Vlad's nickname that lives on to this day, the Impaler. Impalement was Vlad's preferred method of execution. He preferred skewering his victims on wooden poles, usually carefully avoiding the internal organs to make the death slower and more painful. Usually the people who were impaled actually die from exposure. 
instead of from internal injuries. Because that he would also impale them naked. If you look at if you look at uh, paintings and drawings of depictions of these impalements, you would always you would see the occasional breast and the occasional um, groinal area. Dicky bird. Dicky bird. Yeah, they believe that's a uh, a uh, medical term. Medical term. Yeah. yeah. You gotta go to the Dicky bird doctor. Yeah. So. Man, did Vlad the Impaler impale a lot of people. He was a deeply religious man. Uh, we, I think we brought that up. He was a very devout Eastern Orthodox. And he did believe in the whole, um, you know, people should be chaste. No sex before you're married, and then you only have sex with the person you're married to. Mm-hmm. And so that was one of Vlad's biggest targets. Women who didn't live up to his moral code. If a woman had sex out of marriage, they were impaled. If a woman committed adultery, they were impaled. And the pole they were impaled with, where was it inserted? The vagoon. Yes. Uh, they would insert the pole and impale people vaginally. The women who had committed adultery also frequently had their breasts cut off. Did he do this to men, too? Uh, he did not impale men in their vagina. No, I just meant for, like, cheating and shit. I and believe so. Adultery. Uh, I believe so, and if not, it might have depended on the case, but what he would sometimes do if the man committed adultery, uh, they would cut the woman's breasts off and then make the man eat them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so no matter what, the women just get it worse than the fucking Oh, yeah. Men. Well, it, it's the Middle Ages. Of course the women get it worse than the men. I know. Of course they do. So shitty. It is. It's It's very shitty. And so, yeah, of course they're doing that. And, and there was also, like, suspicions of witchcraft. There were problems with that. So I don't know if it was Vlad or if it was something else I was, I was reading. It might have been from somewhere else where they were talking about how this one place they would bury suspected women alive and then drive a hot nail through their head. It's like, is this how they entertained themselves before we had, like, plays and movies and, and TV and things like that? Yeah. I mean, they had plays and stuff, but wow, man. Uh, so it wasn't just women, uh, loose women, I guess you could say, that, that Vlad targeted. He also didn't like beggars. He didn't like uh, people who relied on the charity of others. Uh, quote, these men live off the sweat of others, Vlad said once. They are so useless to huma humanity. Oh, God, was he a Republican? Pretty much. Mm. Uh, it is a form of thievery. In fact, the masked robber in the forest demands your purse. But if you are quicker with your hand and more vigorous than he, you could escape him. These vagabonds take your belongings gradually by begging, but they still take it. They are worse than robbers. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think he might have been a Republican. <laughs> I, I, I wonder if he wore like a red frock. Was that like a Vlad thing? Maybe. Make Wallachia a great again? Yeah. So so Vlad doesn't like beggars or, or people who no, are... That's not what they said. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, he doesn't like the poor. He doesn't like the inf uh, the infirmed. Uh, he doesn't like people who rely on the charity of others. Mm. Uh, so he calls for a great feast in the uh, city of Turgovisti. Uh, he invites all the poor, the sick, the crippled, the beggars. Uh, he claims proudly that in his land, no one should go hungry. Uh, in my Wallachia, no one goes hungry. So everybody's coming for a big feast. And there was a great feast. Uh, nearly unlimited food and drink for all, and the poorest of Wallachia eager, eagerly devoured. Like, imagine you don't have enough money to, to eat, and now you're going to this great feast. So you're going to eat, drink, and be merry, and that's what they did. 
And at the end of the night, Vlad comes and makes an appearance himself, and he addresses his stuffed, drunken guests. What else do you desire? Vlad asked. Do you want to be without cares, lacking nothing in this world? When the group answered with a resounding yes, Vlad and his guards exited the banquet hall and locked all the doors. Then they set the banquet hall on fire. Holy shit. Everyone inside burned to death. Vlad explained his actions simply, saying he had done it, quote, in order that they represent no further burden to other men so that no one will be poor in my realm. Now that is some, that is like the Middle Ages equivalent of we wouldn't have as many cases of the virus if we didn't test. If we kill all the poor people, there won't be any poor people. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's a pretty, uh, well, I mean, there, pretty clear line here. The, the, the logic's not flawed. Uh, it's not flawed, but it's also incredibly inhumane. <laughs> but it's not flawed. Yeah. If we, let's kill all the poor yeah, people. Yeah, if he's right. He's, I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah. I'm not saying I agree with it, but I'm saying right. he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, like he's wrong. Yeah. But not wrong. And, and there are some people who, uh, even now though, some people look back, but like, I mean, obviously he was monstrous in our eyes, but you know, for the time he did a lot of good things. Cause apparently there was a lot of problem with poverty in Wallachia. Uh, they had just inflation problems where they, they would always just print more money, so the money didn't mean anything. Well, they, they said that about uh, quite a few people. They were like, I, I, I'm saying they. I've heard this argument before. It's like you, you'll hear about, well, these people are monsters, but you'll start to hear about good things that like cer certain people did. And it's like, how long until we start hearing about the, the good things Hitler did? Right. You well, know, you go to certain places... No, but, but I'm talking about I'm talking about like in the future, because a lot of things are like just passed down. Like or it, it, for us, we see we 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 see visuals, we hear things. You know, at, at some point, the stories of of Hitler is gonna they're gonna fade because there's gonna be written works, right? Right. They're gonna go away. Mm -hmm. So there's just there's gonna be some. Like, a lot of the oral stuff is going to go away. Yeah. And then there's only going to be so much written stuff about Hitler. I think we're better preserving information now. I mean, But, I mean, what's it going to be like a thousand years from now? Who knows? We might be extinct a thousand years from now. Why? I don't know. Comet? Plague? No. Super COVID? Pl plagues couldn't stop people when they didn't have medicine. That's true. I mean, why the fuck would that... This is how fucked up of a... This is how weak you are. You're such a cuck simp. <laughs> uh, you should love Vlad the Impaler. That, that, that you think that in 2020, mm -hmm. like, because of, of how upset you are with fucking, uh, I was about to say Hitler, Trump. Eh, I get those two confused all the time. They're nowhere near each other. No, Hitler is way worse. Way, I know this. way worse. I know this. But the thing is, is, is that, like, we, we, we had... Like no fucking medicine, and people were surviving this shit years ago, and, and now we have medicine and stuff, and we have you can have global thermonuclear war. There's a lot of things. Yeah, giant comet. Most likely, we're we're gonna be fine. Yeah, most likely uh, we'll be around, but but, well, but we won't be around. But the the thing is, is that you have all these things. Like I wonder, I wonder though, going back to to the Hitler thing, I wonder. 
what they're gonna think about Hitler is it gonna be like are we gonna regard like because we we know that these people are monsters like Genghis Khan. Well, yeah, I mean, I think we'll look at Hitler like a Genghis Khan, like a oh wow, he he tried to do that. That's bad. No. Like there aren't a lot of people saying, look at all the good things Genghis Khan did. And there's a lot of people that are fucking related to the guy and they don't do that. They say there is like a lot of Genghis Khan DNA because he apparently had thousands of kids. Because he was just fucking constantly. Raping. Raping constantly, yes. He was raping constantly yeah. and probably had thousands of kids, which means he has had however many exponentially more yeah, ancestors now. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, they, they say there's a lot of uh, Genghis Khan DNA going around. Hmm. I don't know. Because uh, it's funny because people talk about how bad of a painter Hitler was. Like Hitler was an actually really good painter. I've never seen his work. Yeah fucking excellent oh yeah he was an ex excellent artist uh but do you think there's a parallel universe where he was like the bob ross and bob ross was this evil dictator no no yeah, um, probably not. no not not just because I, I i don't i don't think i believe in parallel universes okay that's yeah. reasonable I don't know. I just I, I wonder though if anybody's ever gonna just like in in the future if things are just gonna kind of like with Hitler if it's just gonna kind of just go away. I don't know if it go away. It might not be as pronounced. Yeah. I mean, obviously now it's just because it was so recent, right? Like you still have Holocaust survivors yeah, alive. Yeah. Like, um, but I mean, eventually you're gonna get to the point. Like now, there's no American slaves that are still alive. But if you go back to the time Hitler was alive. If you go back to the 1940s, there were people alive. They're like, yeah, I was a slave. Yeah. Um. So I, but I don't know how, how, I don't think it'll go. I don't think they're ever going to get the, well, here's the bright side of Hitler. He, I forget. I think it was Patrice O'Neill. It's funny. Talking about slavery. He said that a lot of, a lot of stuff would have been a lot of, it's, it's the, the gist of it was it would be a lot easier for black people to kind of not, not get over it, but to kind of. If they had somebody to blame, one particular person to blame for slavery. Right. Like like what Jews have with Hitler. Yeah, if you had slave Hitler. If you had slave Hitler, it'd be a lot. It's like so they could just be like, all right, we blame that guy instead of just blaming a bunch of people. Right. If they had one person to blame. Yeah. You know, right. You know, Patrice. Oh, God. Fuck. He was Patrice, brilliant. Patrice was fucking brilliant. He was brilliant. Anyway, we're all over the place. Uh, yeah, I, I just I. I hope, though, in, in a sense, I hope that nobody forgets how fucking awful Hitler was. But but we don't. But that's what I'm saying. It's like we don't we look at Vlad. We know we know he was a shitty dude, but it's like so was Henry the Eighth. You know, so so were a lot of people. Obviously, Henry didn't kill as many as Vlad mm -hmm. did. But um, how many did Vlad kill? Uh, I mean, directly, we don't know, but they they probably in the tens, if not hundreds of thousands of people. Hmm. Definitely, like at least like twenty, thirty, forty thousand. Jesus. Okay. He, yeah, they. He, he was impale happy. He, he was very impale happy. But it was one of those things where I guess he felt like the ends justified the means. And it's, I mean, the the reality of it is that Vlad's unforgiving nature did lead to his Wallachia being very, very, very low crime. Yeah. Very low crime. It was said. That one could leave a golden cup at a fountain and no one would steal it because they knew the price it would pay if they got caught. It's almost like they always say, I don't know how true it is, like if you go to Iran or one of these countries in the Middle East and you get caught stealing, they'll cut off your hand. 
Right. Well, here, if you got caught stealing, you're going to get impaled on a stick and die. It was even worse. Yeah. So the, the moral of the story was don't steal. Yeah. And a specific story that illustrates Vlad's rule uh, was that of a merchant that had come to Wallachia to peddle his wares. He asked a guard for a safe place to leave his valuables, and he was told that it was just safe to leave them out in the open. Nobody's going to do anything about them. And he wasn't sure, but they were like, no, I, I, I assure you, you can do this. And lo and behold, in this case, some of the merchant's gold pieces went missing. He reported this to the, the guards. Vlad himself personally guaranteed he would find the money and he would have his money back that day. And before even looking for the culprit, Vlad had his guards chip in and replace the stolen money plus one more gold piece. And by the way, did you know what the money was called here? No. In uh, ducats, which is, uh, if you remember, ducats. We always say like ducats. Yeah. It comes from Ducat, which is the was the currency. I think it might still be the Romanian currency. Oh. Yeah, Ducats. D-U-C-A-T. Ducats. Ducats, yes. Hmm. How do we know that that's the pronunciation? I don't. I'm just guessing. Oh. It might be Ducats. I doubt it's Ducats. It's always, I always like, there's always interesting. I think there's one, like, I don't know if it's Korea or somewhere, but I think one of their things, their currency is called the, the Dong. Okay. I know my my favorite is kroner. I, I, it might be uh, the Netherlands. There, I think their currency is called the kroner. They might be using the euro now, right? But before the euro, it was the kroner. But anyway, uh, so so they get all the merchants' money back and one extra gold piece. The thief was eventually apprehended and impaled, and so Vlad asks the merchant to make sure all the missing money is there and accounted for. So he looks at the he looks at all the money, looks at all the gold, and he says. Yeah, it's all here, and there's one extra gold piece, and he gives it back to Vlad. And if he wouldn't have given that gold piece back to Vlad, he would have been impaled, too. Mm. Vlad liked to do that. This was typical practice for Vlad. He liked to test his citizens and make sure they were following the rules even when they thought no one was watching. He would disguise himself and go around town and make sure that everybody was following the rules, and if they didn't, you're getting put on a fucking stick. But... While he is doing this, outside forces are like, this guy's fucking crazy. As long as he's being crazy with his own people, that's all I care about. As long as he's not being crazy with me. And as long as he set sight on keeping control of Wallachia and didn't look outside the borders, that was fine. Unfortunately, it didn't really last. In 1459, Pope Pius II called for a renewal of the Crusades. Tensions between the Ottoman Empire and the Holy Roman Empire were kind of really amping up at this point. And Wallachia's position along the left bank of the Danube River made it very important from a geographical sense, from a trade sense. And Vlad was the only major ruler who was like, yeah, the crusade, let's go get him. And Vlad had also taken to not paying tribute to the Ottomans. Like, the Ottoman Empire is huge, the Holy Roman Empire is huge. And the and Wallachia was a lot closer to the Ottoman Empire, so the deal they had was we won't fuck with you, but you have to pay tribute. You have to give us so much gold uh, every year. And eventually, Vlad was like, I I can't afford it. And he's like, eventually, just like, no, fuck you. And that's where we are in 1459, when the Ottomans send envoys to collect the tribute. Vlad killed them by nailing their turbans to their heads. Shit. Uh, tensions peaked even more in 1461 when the Ottomans had had enough and they were making plans to invade Wallachia and get Vlad out of there. 
Vlad was tipped off and he launched a counteroffensive of his, of his own. His troops would employ guerrilla warfare that would hide and, and, and attack. Again, remember, remember, this is still the days like formations and right. face-to-face combat, but they didn't do that. They were hiding trees and shit. And they even were employing a primitive fir- form of germ warfare. They would send soldiers and even citizens that had the diseases of the time, either the bubonic plague or tuberculosis or leprosy or things like that. If they knew you were sick, they would send you to mix around with like Turkish areas and they would try to give people diseases that way. And and they did what they could as far as like defending themselves. But Vlad's forces were outmanned uh, three to one or more. They think they think that Vlad had about 30,000 troops at this time. And the Ottoman Empire is bringing in anywhere between 90 and 150,000. They're just there's too many numbers. They can't they can't no matter what advantages they have, they can't overcome it. It's funny how like some people knew how to fuck with uh, germ warfare before germs were even discovered by Louis Pasteur. I mean, you can even though you, things aren't discovered, they're still there. It's not like before somebody came up with before Isaac Newton came up with gravity, people were floating away. That's not the same argument, though. Well, I knew like people get sick and if you're around people, you get you know, you, you get sick, too. They just didn't know exactly how. Right. But to be able to play with it. Right. Is. Yeah, you would have thought people would have made the connection. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like they were like. I mean, people knew, but I think they 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 might have like uh, attached like a more supernatural. Because Louis Pasteur is not alive for what, another 400 fucking years. Something like that. Yeah. After after that. I mean, we didn't even realize that hand washing was a way to get rid of germs for a long time. I think there was a thing where, like, all these kids were dying because doctors would handle dead bodies. I think this is what Pasteur did. Doctors would handle dead bodies, then they would deliver babies, and babies started dying. And they were like, why? <laughs> oh, they poked have to, the baby. Because you have to wash your fucking hands, dude. Poke it with a stick and they go, why? Why are you dead? Why? Hey. Hmm. Creepy. So Little creepy baby caskets. Well, yeah, I think they're inherently creepy. Mm-hmm. So things aren't looking good for Vlad's forces here, but he's not done yet. He's not done yet. On the night of June 17th, Vlad launched a night attack on the Ottoman camp. And, and during this, he disguised himself as a Turk and he was able to invade the Sultan's tent, but he wasn't able to kill him. But uh, the, he did cause the, uh, the Sultan to kind of retreat and he kind of prevented the inevitable for a little bit. We'll, we'll say that. Another Ottoman force, though, including Vlad, Vlad's brother Radu, was headed for Targovisti, uh, but they turned around after seeing the forest. And you were asking how many people Vlad killed. Uh, the forest was a little bit of an evidence of that. It was this open area of land where you just had pole after pole after pole of impaled bodies. Hmm. And they called it the forest. And I guess that was supposed to scare you away if you came and tried to invade. And here it worked. But they did wind up coming back. They got reinforcements, and at this point, people are sick of getting impaled. And so like, hey, I don't like this Vlad guy. Maybe Radu should run this country. So a lot of Wallachians actually turned against Vlad, too. And despite winning battles against his brother in combat, the tide turned against Vlad enough that he had to leave, and he retreated into the mountains of, uh, I think, Transylvania. He actually was exiled in Transylvania for a while. And even while he's there, he's trying to drum up support from the Hungarians again, they were the ones that helped helped him uh, take over the the last time. So he's trying to basically this time he wants to go even higher. He wants to start a war between Hungary and the Ottoman Empire. Uh, instead, the Hungarians threw Vlad in prison. 
<laughs> and uh, they're like, this guy's trouble. Uh, they produced documents that people, historians, think were forged because it didn't look like anything else Vlad ever wrote. Uh, they were supposedly saying Vlad had offered support to an Ottoman invasion of Hungary in exchange for the Ottomans helping him regain con- uh, Vlad can tra- uh, regain control in Wallachia. Uh, Vlad was imprisoned for 14 years, but while he was in prison, he was treated well. He uh, actually, at this time, converted to Catholicism. Hungary was a Catholic nation at this time. And he even wound up marrying the cousin of the man who imprisoned him, Matthias Corvinius. I think it's that coronavirus. No. Hmm. They should have gotten rid of Matthias at that point. If his name is Matthias Corvinius, like, look, I'm from the future. Go. You got to get out of here and don't eat bats. Hmm. I don't think that's how it happened. Lab. Oh, lab, lab, lab the impaler. <laughs> the impaler. There you go. Uh, so he was eventually freed. Vlad was eventually freed after 14 years and getting married. And he was freed at the urging of his old friend, uh, Stephen III of Moldavia, who he was with in exile before. Stephen Vlad and Hungarian soldier Stephen Bathory bonded together to invade Wallachia and take it back. Once again, now Vlad is back in power. And while they're there, uh, they overthrew the current Ottoman ruler at that time, Basrab Leota, who had peacefully assumed power from Radu. But their return to the throne was short-lived. Basrab returned with reinforcements from the Ottomans and defeated Vlad's forces. This time, Vlad was killed. They weren't going to let him get exiled this time. They, They caught him, they chopped him up into pieces, and legend has it that his head was presented as a gift to Ottoman Sultan Mehmed II. Now, I wonder if that's like a direct relation, uh, if uh, Elizabeth Bathory is a... a it's possible. I think he may have from, been... from Hung- She's from Hungary. It, yeah, it's very, very possible. And this was a nobleman. Uh, he was a soldier, but he was like a high-ranking soldier. He wasn't just like a rank-and-file guy. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. So, while Vlad's crimes are heinous, to say the least, uh, there are some in Romania who still consider him a national hero, uh, someone whose violent streak was a product of the time and his upbringing, but who did much to foster national pride and to uh, really improve his nation. He, yeah, he's almost like that, kind of like that Frank Rizzo type, where like, ah, he cleaned things up, but he, yeah. he impaled tens of thousands of people. Yeah, but they were crumb bums. Yeah. So, it, it's one of those things. Yep. Yeah, so yeah, that's the story of Vlad. It's the story of Vlad. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's it's freaky. It's like just to think of of tens of thousands of impaled bodies just all over the place. Yeah, like that's creepy. Um, I've always been super interested, and in I wish I had a little bit more energy, uh, for this episode. Low energy, low energy. Yeah. Um. My sleep schedule is just wacky. It is wacky. It's wacky as fuck. So, well, now it's time for me to go to bed. It's not. It's time for another game of Who Died the Worst. That's right, everybody. It's time for your favorite game. Who died the worst? It's not who died the funniest. It's not who died the I'm first. Gonna say it's all the people that Vlad killed. You know what? That they would win this week. Yeah, they would win this week. The name of the game is who died the worst, but yeah. they're not eligible because they're not one of the three deaths. Right. 
I'm going to give Jackson Moles over here not one, not two, but three deaths. And he is going to tell me which of these three died the worst. And because we're talking about Vlad and we're talking about this way, is this our oldest case? When was Henry VIII alive? 1400s. Okay, so this is around the time of Henry VIII then. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, because I was thinking when I was doing this, like... Oh, 1500s, I'm sorry. Okay, so this is, I'm pretty sure, because I don't think we've done, like, biblical deaths, or... Because Henry was born in 1491. Yeah, and Vlad's already dead at that point. So, yeah, Yeah. I believe this is our oldest case ever. Wow. It's a very cold case. Okay. So, the deaths here are old deaths. uh, Old-style deaths of uh, prominent people who died in, in ways... You wouldn't think people would die in. So I'm going to give Jackson Wells over here these three deaths. He is going to tell me which of these three died the worst. Mm-hmm. Death number one. Death number one. Bela the first of Hungary. And they were a uh, they were a, a Hungarian leader. And how many were there? This was the first. There, there were other Belas. But you but, said they were. Oh, he. He was. He. Yeah. Okay. Pronouns, pal. Yeah, I believe he was a he, him. Okay. I mean, he's long dead, so, so we Bela, can't... Like Bela Lugosi. Yeah. There's a little accent over the E, so I said Bela instead of Bella. Yeah. Bela. Uh, who knows? Who knows? I can't ask him. He's long dead. If he was alive, I'd ask him his pronouns. He'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. I'm from the I'm from the the 11th century. That's, I don't know what that means. That's what he would say. We haven't invented the word pronoun yet. Yeah. So he was a um he was a a guy who was trying to restore Solomon, King Solomon to the throne and he was actually getting ready to step down. He was a uh, Hungarian king. He was getting ready to step down on the vindicated the throne to uh to I believe his son or one of his nephews when uh he was seriously injured when his throne broke beneath him at his uh at his castle. Mm. And he was, uh, he died of his injuries. They were like transporting him and he died like of his injuries. He died from falling off a throne. Okay. Death number one, your chair breaks and you die from it. Bela the fatty. He look, this painting looks pretty svelte, but yeah. Shortly after this, uh. You know, a lot of paintings, <clears throat> they would commission people to make them look more svelte than they really were. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. That's what they yeah they made them they tried to make them look better looking than they really were or whatever because who wants to be painted as a fat guy? Yeah, I guess it was the the like Stone Age or Bronze Age equivalent of uh, Instagram filters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Paint me doing a duck face, please, or don't. So a little bit before uh, Bela the first, he died in 1063. That on September 11th. KYW News Radio. 1063. Uh, Edmund Ironside. He was the king of England. And brother of Michael Ironside. No. Mm. He was, uh, this is, uh, legend has it, this one might not have actually happened. He allegedly was um, sitting on another throne. He was uh, using his chamber pot. Mm-hmm. And somebody was hiding beneath it. Yeah. An assassin. And he stabbed King Ironside. Right, asshole. Then he shit all over his. He impaled him. Yeah. Wow. Was it Vlad? No, Vlad was not even thought of. This was four hundred years before Vlad. Oh wow. But but death number two is being stabbed while on the toilet. Mm-hmm. Do you ever 
worry about something coming up from the toilet. Yeah, of course, dude. I've seen the movie Critters. <laughs> yeah. And uh, all those fucking weird ass movies from when I was a kid mm-hmm. where there'd be those things coming up through the toilet. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So <laughs> imagine now there's an assassin hiding in the toilet. I mean, a very tiny assassin. Well, yeah, but I mean, this was back when I guess you just had like a box you sat on right. and it just went in the ground. I, I, again, again, so you're an assassin, you're going to kill somebody, they just sit down, you stab them, but you know that they have to shit, so they're just going to shit on you. What, maybe he was behind the toilet? I don't know the exact schematics of this. There's no behind a toilet. Well, there wasn't plumbing, so it wasn't like bolted to a wall. I don't know if it was like an outhouse or something. I don't know how they did it back they had, then. The chamber pots were below the fucking. It's, it's like if, if you go to a porta potty. Okay. Well, and this guy, it's a dirty job, but somebody's going to do it. No. <laughs> no, nobody has to do it. Yeah, I guess that's. Maybe he was like a scat guy and he's like, all right, I'll kill him. I'll kill Ironside. He's a scat guy. <laughs> Right. You got a second win going now. Show's almost over. You got your second win. I don't I do not have my second win. Oh, okay. So I should probably move on to death number three. Yeah. This is gonna be in the running for shortest show ever. We're still under an hour. I'm so tired, dude. Uh death number three. Sigurd the Mighty of Orkney. Mm-hmm. He's a Viking. He was uh he led the Viking conquest of what is now northern Scotland. Okay. And one of the people he defeated along his many uh conquests was a person named Mael Brigte, M-A-E-L-B-R-I-G-T-E. And he defeated this person in battle, lopped off their head, and attached their head to his horse's saddle. And as he's riding along, uh, Brigte's teeth rubbed against Sigurd's leg, causing a fatal infection. And he died of the infection. Wow. That is revenge from beyond the grave right there. Holy shit. That is revenge from beyond the fucking grave. Wow. Holy shit. Okay. So death number one, again, is your your chair breaks. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of sounds uh, not not as impressive after that. Death number two is uh, being stabbed by an assassin while you're um taking a shit yeah death number three is you kill a guy i feel like norm mcdonald you you kill a guy guy. yeah you cut his head off okay you take his head yeah and you attach it to your your saddle and as you're riding along the guy's head his teeth scrape up against your leg and you get you know how we were talking about louis pasteur earlier yeah germs Germ theory. Germs, yeah. Kill you. Head head germs. Head germs. Yeah. yeah. That's death number three. So I ask you, Jackson Wells, who died the worst? Okay. So, process of elimination. Okay. This is a weird one. Okay. Yeah, it is a very weird one. <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> That's eliminate. just a good thing for this episode. It's a weird one. I'm going to eliminate number one. Okay. So, fuck, this is really tough. Because we're, we're going by, it shouldn't be a knee-jerk reaction. <clears throat> well, you do have knees and you're a jerk. Right. Uh, going by worse, purely worse, I'm going to do I'm gonna do something different. I'm actually going to get rid of the chair breaking and you die guy. Okay. 
Okay. But then for the rest of eternity, you're the chair breaking and you die guy. That's the big, that's the biggest part of it, I think. There's but that. you're dead, so you don't know. Yeah. And now we have the shitty situation. Yeah. Or the fucking uh, the 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 fucking severed head gnawing at your leg. Yeah. Uh Which one is worse? Uh, I'm going to say that I think while if we didn't know about the I would okay I think that the that the teeth one mm-hmm. is worse okay but fuck that dude okay I don't know man it's really tough so you have a fucking severed head and right. the teeth slice your leg and you get an infection. Yep. That's really fucking bad. Mm-hmm. That's really creepy. Is it worse than getting an infection because you, you, uh, you're tapping your staff and it breaks your foot and you can't amputate your leg because you got to keep dancing? Well, that's just the best fucking The patron death. saint of who died the worst right. is Jean-Baptiste Lully. We haven't brought him up in a while. Yeah. So, and the second one is uh, Jean-Baptiste Wee-Wee because he yes. was going to the bathroom. And then it was Jean-Baptiste Poo-Poo. Oh, boy. Uh, you didn't have to do that, you know? We could have just said... We well, I am Jean-Baptiste Sorry. Yeah. So, fuck, this is really tough, because, like, that should be the worst, but it's really fucking bad that there's, like, that's scary that you go to the bathroom, you're just trying to take a shit, and somebody comes up and stabs your asshole. <laughs> yeah. That's really bad, too. Yeah. Cut you from asshole to armpit. I don't know about that. I'm going to go with that one. Okay. That's my winner. That's right. my winner. Just because, like, you don't expect somebody, to, like, you don't expect it to die the other way either, but. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, I've many times ridden a horse with a severed head on right. it that I just cut off. And, but, and it's never happened to me. But I also try to wear long pants when I'm doing that. Yeah. I don't know if he was wearing, like, some kind of kilt or, like, loincloth there's what do vikings wear what the fuck is the, what are they fucking tarzan on yeah. loincloth yeah it's cheetah print <laughs> so many cheetahs up there in in scandinavia yeah huh yeah so i'm gonna go with the uh asshole assassin the asshole assassin yeah. be yeah. a good name for a uh an mma fighter the asshole assassin. the asshole assassin yeah so that's what i'm going with it on uh i'm sticking to it that's your story and you're sticking to it yeah do you have enough energy in the tank to do some uh, social media plugging things here? Uh, nope. Okay. Well, then we'll see you next week with more murder. Cool. My dude. Look up murder my dude on social media. Oh, look. Jackson Mills is asleep. Or is he dead?
Let's poke him with a stick. Why? 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 Why?